I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of After 30. My name is Gara Erigel. Finally, we are here. Literally after 30, I just turned 31 um, a couple of weeks ago. My birthday is May 2nd. Hey, happy birthday to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. All right. So uh, how does it feel to be 31? Honestly, I don't know. Not different, but also not the same. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's the only way to explain it. So again, my name is Kara Ariel and welcome to the podcast. After 30 is a podcast for all ages where we can talk about anything and everything, just, of course, with a biased 30-somethings perspective. Today's episode is going to be really interesting because I will be pouring my heart out to you, dear friends and strangers, but it will be, how do I say this? My past heart. Past heart? Past Kara's heart? Just, okay, I stumbled upon an old blog. Yes, I, I had a blog. I have but it's still there but I don't use it anymore but I had it when I thought I'd start one I did it when I thought you know I'd start one it's hilarious it's hilarious I am you know for most of you don't know I'm actually a creative writing major in Filipino and my focus then was poetry so like most people uh, writing for me was an outlet ever since I can remember like ever since I was a child I used poetry as a way to express anger at my mom, <laughs> love, you know, uh, you know, crush, hatred, fear, joy, etc. I was always kind of uh, melodramatic as a child. Uh, so I would write. I I remember, like, for every intense feeling that I had, I I would write it down and turn it into poetry. It wasn't always good, but that being said. I've always been not ashamed, but afraid to share my stuff because it made me feel so vulnerable and, uh, you know, figuratively, maybe sometimes even literally naked. Like, I'm giving too much of myself and I'd be so uncomfortable uh, during writing workshops in college and, and, you know, fellowships when I would read my poetry even at artsy bars, yes, I used to do that in college. While, you know, uh, most of the things I wrote in Filipino are in a big yellow envelope in my old room right now at my old house. I have some mm, mm, more recent stuff online that I was always on and offish about sharing. I know, right? I put it online, so it's it's literally for everybody to see, but I never told people that much about it but it's just there if you want to read it then read it if if you don't then don't so uh since i did this podcast you know after 30 to face the fear of of turning you know after 30 31 uh and just 
you know, owning it. I figured I might as well do that with my writing, right? All right. Okay, so today I will share with you five of uh, the pieces that I wrote on this blog. It's not all long, don't worry. One is in Filipino. Uh, I will try my very best to be as naked as I can be, figuratively, and share the background of each piece. Just a little bit of background, okay? So, of course, I won't explain it to you. Art is not meant to be explained. It's meant to be experienced however you want to experience it. Get on! All right. So, without further ado, which is an expression that I hate, let's move on to the first piece. This first piece I wrote in June 30, 2015. It's titled, If Only I Pooped Glitter. I feel stuck. Like I've been in the same situation too many times and I can't believe I'm back. Distraction clearly doesn't work for me. It's an immediate remedy, but it doesn't last long. I always fail the marshmallow test. I've been having an irritable bowel for a couple weeks now. Yep, wish I pooped glitter. It's definitely not colorful and shiny, definitely not something I ate. It's another car problem, another unpaid bill, another house problem, another failed relationship, another step back in my career. And it all had to happen in two weeks. Has it only been two weeks? It feels like a year. I'm 27 and I feel like I'm going nowhere. I feel stuck. Like I felt stuck six years ago when I shifted from one course to another, afraid to accept the change but excited for new beginnings. When I started making my own money, oops. (laughs) When I started making my own money and thought, hey, maybe I don't need to finish school because I'm already earning enough anyway. When I was getting over a bad breakup and finding myself in the process, when I started paying my own bills, my own tuition fee because, well, I was already making money. I was young, young girl. I had so much time. I had so much time to waste. I had enough time to get into another relationship, to find a new career path, to make more money and save up enough so that by the time I reach 30, I'll be comfortable and successful and safe. Now I'm 27. Before I know it, I'll be 30. And I'm not where I hoped I would be. I feel like I'm running out of time. For a while, I thought I was doing okay. I had work. I thought I knew where I was going. I'd meet new people, make new friends. I got into a new relationship, and for the first time ever, I thought that was it. I was preparing for the future, ready to settle down. I would just keep doing what I was doing and save up. I thought I was comfortable. I felt safe. Then I kind of lost myself in the process. How do you even explain losing yourself? I don't know, but that's how I feel. It now seems like my being okay was just an illusion, an idea, an image I created in my head and believed for so long that I failed to see what was really happening. I always seek change, but I'm also always so afraid to face it. This constant need for change is not getting me anywhere. It's ridiculous. Do all 27-year-olds feel this way? Does everyone feel as lost as I do, stuck and lost? What have I been doing the past six years? What was I so busy with? What is this feeling really all about? What has to be done to get over it? I wish I just pooped glitter. I need peanut butter and chocolates. I'm going to go get some. Come on. Oh my god. Okay, so this is the first time in maybe, I don't know, two years that I've read that one. 
I mean, there are a couple that I that I read uh, last year. Funny story, but uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, I was 27. That was what, four, five years ago? How old am I now? 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, four years ago. Uh, that I wrote that and it's funny how I'm already 31 and I was so afraid of turning 30 oh my goodness uh, I think I was com- I was coming off of a this was a month after a breakup a, re- uh, a bad breakup I think uh, I-, I don't remember what I was going through work-wise but I know I was already doing radio at the time it, I was probably uh, Parang first few months ko pa lang ng radio. And I was so scared. It was a career shift. I was in the middle of a career shift. And I don't know. I felt old at 27. <laughs> it's funny talking about it now. That I'm actually beyond the age. Just a year older than the age that I was so afraid to reach. But I'm okay. You know what I mean? I'm still having the same fears. Probably not exactly the same. But I still have my own fears. And my own drama and whatever but Kara past Kara you're okay and to you who are listening right now you're okay trust me if you're not okay now you'll be okay okay we move on to the second piece now this one I actually read this last year during a date <laughs> with my current boyfriend Paolo uh that's a funny story but I'll tell you after we read it okay So this one is, I want to do nothing with somebody. I want someone to have coffee with on a Sunday afternoon at home while I read my favorite book and he reads his. Just be bored with someone. Crack corny jokes and talk about nonsense things like how cockroaches will outlive us all and what my dogs are probably thinking while they hump in front of me. Staring at me like, look, mom, and I'm supposed to say, good boy, good girl, get at it. Someone I can listen to Eraserheads and River Maya songs with, sing to old Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears songs with, and talk about how we hate Justin Bieber, but we're starting to love his music lately. I want to be able to be with someone alone. I want to be able to do alone things with someone and be alone and not feel alone at the same time. Someone I will feel completely comfortable with. No makeup on, hair tied up in a messy bun with yesterday's stink still on my skin, and I'll still feel beautiful. Someone who will say my scrambled eggs with cream cheese and Tabasco is awesome. Or my Lucky Me Pancit Canton with cabbage, carrots, and string beans is the best major fake Pancit Canton they've ever had. Someone who will understand I want to be left alone in my own little world for a while without having to answer to anything or anyone. But we'll know I also crave nights out with a bunch of friends, help me pass on shots, and will take shots with me, but won't get too drunk because there might be an itty-bitty chance he might have to carry me back to the car and drive me home. Someone who understands the right amount of cuddling and distance. Someone who knows I only look tough on the outside and that I'm actually such a softy. Some people still think I'm such a bitch. Someone who will argue with me because he enjoys intellectual challenge, but will probably agree to disagree or let me win, and will bask in his victory secretly. But seriously, though, I want to have coffee with someone on a Sunday afternoon, 
Someone who will look at me as he reads his favorite book. He won't say anything, but I'll know he's probably thinking what I'm thinking. I can smell your stink over here, but God, you're beautiful. I'm the luckiest person in the entire universe to be spending some alone time with you. Now, this was definitely written after breakup. <laughs> I mean, he was a good guy, but I clearly was reacting. Uh, I clearly was saying all the things that I didn't get from that relationship, and it was a reaction to how he was with me, how he wasn't with me and and you know clearly what i was looking for you know how uh sometimes there are things and people you know stuff happens to you and uh, not until it actually happens to you uh you know when it actually happens to you is when you realize i i don't like that or or this is how i want it done Pala. you know you, you only you only find out after the fact so yeah <laughs> and um What's this? I read it to Paolo, my current boyfriend, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, I was, we were on our third or fourth date and, and he was talking to me about this and he was like, you know, I want to do this. I just want to have coffee because he's also a coffee lover. He was like, I want to have coffee with, you know, someone and, and just, you know, coming from, you know, just spending the whole day together doing nothing, having coffee, la, 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 listening to music, whatever, and you know, he probably, I think he said most of the things that I said I wanted in this poem, you know, in, in less than five minutes in that conversation. I was like, wait a minute. Again, mind you, this was like the third or fourth date. And I was like, did you read my blog? And he was like, you have a blog? And I was like, oh, stop shitting me, okay? Because you said every single thing that was written on the blog. Up until this day, I, I don't, I mean, I want to tell, I want to, I want to say I do trust him 100%, but there's a little part of me that's like, hmm, you read it. Eh? <laughs> because that was, if he didn't, it would have been such an amazing, you know, coincidence that he said every single thing that was in, in this, you know, thing that I wrote. And, and, you know, funnily enough, everything that I was asking for here is, is him. Anyway, we move on. <laughs> Okay, so on to the third piece. Now, this next piece I wrote in uh, March 8, 2016. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who I wrote it for or why I wrote it even. Uh, maybe I will after I actually read it. But this one's called Nothing dot more dot than dot fiction. Nothing more than fiction. The silence was deafening. She felt nothing. As he stood up to put his clothes back on, rushing to leave before the sunlight, she looked at him and felt nothing. She wasn't sure, though. It could have been the alcohol, or she was probably still in a state of shock. How could she have allowed this to happen? Again. Maybe she felt nothing because she was so used to getting hurt. Was that a bad thing? It took him about 10 seconds to get dressed. I mean, who the hell gets dressed that fast? But she was too lazy to get up and say goodbye. So she lay there, looking at him, waving. No, shooing him goodbye. She didn't want to stand up, open the door for him, and watch him walk away. Not again. Not this time. She was sure. 
She felt nothing. And maybe nothing was good. Okay, so this one's pretty self-explanatory, I think. Um, I think the title was nothing more than fiction because I, even as I was writing it, I was so afraid to admit that that was how I felt. And <laughs> that I was putting it out there for whoever this person was to see and everybody else to see and know what I was feeling. But uh, I don't know. The fact that I wrote it meant I did feel something. And that something was nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I said I won't explain it. But it was definitely written for uh, a guy I was seeing at the time who probably broke my heart or kept breaking my heart. And I just, I kept allowing it to happen. I don't know. Okay, past Kara. God. Okay, we move on to um, the next one. This next one is in Filipino. I wrote it in April 2, 2016. This was when a faculty center in UP Diliman burned down. Uh, it was only Cal building, which was new um, during my time. <laughs> during my time. Uh, so it was either Palma Hall or faculty center. It was actually our main building um, in theater. And Balika in Pagsulat also at the time. So, yeah. So this one is called Paalam FC. Paalam diwata. Ikaw na nag-aruga at nagbigay silong sa mga kaluluwa ng universidad. Ang simula. Sa pintuan ng Teatro Hermogenes Ilagan, isang pirasong papel na nag-udyok sa paglalakbay ng kolehiyo. Naalala ko pa ang pakiramdam nang makita ko ang pangalan sa listahang iyon. Isa na akong ganap na estudyante ng UP. Naalala mo? Kung paano mo binago ang buhay ko at ng marami, sa isang pirasong papel na yon. Ang teatro, daang-daang rehearsal sa bawat sulok mo mula umaga hanggang halos magpaalam na ang buwan. Lahat ng alikabok mo dumikit sa aming mga balat. Lahat ng amoy at alaala ng mga estudyante at profesor na gumapang, nadapa, umiyak, tumawa. Lahat nakaukit sa aming mga alaala. Hanggang alaala na lang pala. Ang malikhaing pagsulat, ikaw ang naging kanlungan, inakit mo ang puso ko at ng marami na magsulat, lumikha. Tinanggap mo ako ng buong buo, walang pagkakaila. Tinuruan mo akong umibig, masaktan, makalimot, madapa at tumayong muli. Binuo mo ang pagkatao, pag-iisip at kaluluwa. Ang College Secretary Office Ilang tawa, pagmamakaawa, kwentuhan at buyuhan. Kailang ka ba graduate ha? Habang hawak ang sleeve ng records at nanginginig ang mga kamay, nagpapapirma ng clearance, magtatapos na nga ba ako? Magpapaalam? Ang graduation. Sa piling ng mga diwata, na parangalan ng pagiging isang ganap na UP student. Ang pagtatapos ng isang chapter ng buhay kolehiyo at simula ng kinabukasan. Pero hindi pa ako tapos. Ako at ang maraming kaluluwa ng universidad. Nahirap bumitaw. Ako na iyong inaruga, minahal at inakay. Hanggang sa muli. Paalam diwata. Paalam FC. Ah, so many memories. 
Okay, so um, again, like I said, Faculty Center is um, where uh, where all uh, most of the offices of the professors are. And also, there's a little theater on parang the ground floor where it all started, like the auditions for theater when I get when I got into college. Um, that's also where I took the test for when I uh, when I moved to creative writing. Basically, every huge decision of my college life happened in that building, and it just burned down. And you know, I uh, like most of or everybody uh, from from the university uh, felt like. You know, I felt so emotional when when it burned down. And so I wrote this poem for Diwata is fairy uh, in, in Filipino or in Tagalog. Uh, because there are, what's this? There are statues of Diwatas or fairies outside, like in the garden of, of the faculty center. So there. Okay, so we move on to the last piece. Uh, this one is the latest and actually the last one that I wrote um, on that blog. This piece I wrote in uh, June 7, 2016. Uh, yeah, I remember who I wrote this for and why I wrote it. Ha, so much drama, Kara. <laughs> um, I'll talk more, a little more about it after I read it. This one's called Jitter Juice. Jitter juice. It was the kind of pain she grew fond of, she thought to herself as she sipped her morning coffee. That sweet bitterness, the hot liquid felt good burning her tongue. She sipped and sipped and drank and gulped until the cup was empty, and she wanted more. She always wanted more. The caffeine keeps her up all day. The kick feels good for a while until it wears off and she will need more. But four cups will keep her up all night, but it'll be okay, she whispers to no one. As she nurses her second cup, this cup is stronger than the first one, and it tastes so good. Her tongue is numb. It was a kind of pain that she loved as she sipped her second cup of morning coffee. She thought to herself, it was a kind of pain she was used to, and the sweet bitterness Burning was something she needed to feel. Well, that wasn't weird at all. <laughs> ah, uh, I feel so naked. <laughs> okay, I wrote that one. Um, yeah, because I was, again, in, in that situation where, uh, you know, just a situation that I kept putting myself in and I kept hurting myself and I knew I was going to hurt myself. I knew it was going to, I knew it was going to hurt, but I just kept on doing it. My friends know this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, then I can now say that I probably enjoyed the drama because I don't know, maybe I was bored or <laughs> I just didn't. Uh, value myself enough I didn't know I didn't know my worth and so I kept putting myself in situations where uh, you know I, I kept getting hurt and I wasn't valued and I am done with that <laughs> uh, I was after the, the the last relationship the one before this one I was single for three over a little over three years 
being single that long and I guess, you know, turning 30 really changed the way I saw myself and the way I saw men and the value in, you know, well, putting value in yourself. <laughs> so I'm done with that. That was the last thing that I wrote on that blog and I yeah I am honestly so awkward right now <laughs> I'm alone but you know knowing that other people will hear about this my friends will and you know the, the people I'm talking about on in those poems will probably hear this or not I don't know whatever it's already there <laughs> I wrote it and I put it online anyway um now I'm thinking twice I should take it down, but nah, it's it's there. Um, whatever, it's 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 something that I wrote in the past, and it stays there, and it feels so weird. Yes, it, it feels so weird reading them now. Like, Kara, you big drama queen, but what the hell? I'm pretty sure though that you know expressing myself the way I did and um, the way I still do sometimes when I'm overwhelmed, pouring your heart out on paper or however you think you can express yourself freely without any judgment really helped me a whole lot at the time. Being true to how you feel, acknowledging your fears and your hurts and, you know, your joys to yourself first is very important. Only when you accept that there's something wrong or something's hurting, etc. Or you're really, really happy and you're really grateful. Will you be able to face whatever it is that's wrong and fix it? and Or appreciate the, the fact that you're really happy and the people who are making you happy or uh, the reason why you're happy. So acknowledging it is a huge deal. So we need to stop being afraid to let people know how we feel. This I am saying right now to you and also to myself to remind myself um, that you know being vulnerable is not something to be afraid of it's not something to be ashamed of um how we feel about ourselves and other people how other people hurt us or how much they make us happy i alam na alam ko yan <laughs> the drama of feeling something for someone pero hindi mo masabi or you just don't want to you'd rather not tell the person or if this person hurt you pala and you never said it because you don't want to be the kawawa one or, or, you know, to be judged. You just, you never know, right? Might as well. Of course, always come from a place of love for others and for yourself, more importantly. Uh, never do things or say things out of anger or fear. As much as you can, about just be conscious about it. You have every right to express yourself. Um, find the avenue that is most effective for you and just go do that. You do you. Funny how life turned out, thinking about it now, four or five years ago, up to now, a lot has definitely changed. How I view life has changed. How I see myself has definitely changed. Uh, I guess freaking 30 does that to you. It's, I don't know, maybe, it, yeah, maybe it's also the age. Um, maybe it's the experience. Maybe it's timing. Uh, or maybe it's all of the above. If if you're a 20-something and you're feeling stuck, remember the first thing that I read? <laughs> if only I pooped glitter. I ain't pooping glitter still, but 
it's it's probably it's like colored paint now or confetti na hindi pa gupit-gupit pero alam mo yun papunta na doon <laughs> I'm still feeling the same things I was feeling at at the time you know feeling stuck terrified of life love etc those are normal feelings and you know what you're okay you're gonna be okay again this is something that I'm telling you right now you who are listening and myself too because I don't always feel okay and you won't always feel okay but it's it, it gives you a little bit of comfort to know that you're not alone and you are trust me you're gonna be okay do not ever think that you won't be you won't ever be and that you're alone when you feel alone when you think you are just stop talk to a friend talk to someone write it down allow yourself to feel and to express this feeling and to share it with someone at the end of the day we're just we're human beings we want to be with another human being and you know be understood and be heard okay so (laughs) that being said thank you for hearing me out and thank you so much for listening um this is basically just one huge rant (laughs) which um i am sharing with you in hopes of you know inspiring some of you to just express yourself express yourself uh and just be you don't be ashamed of who you are how you feel what you write uh how you put yourself out there who you love what you think just now that there's social media and there are so so many ways to express yourself some people actually overdo it try not to but as long as you're not offending anybody or even if you are because you're just being yourself f it fuck it just do it okay so before we end uh like we always do on this podcast list down five things at least that you're grateful for today try to make it a habit trust me it helps if you don't want to write it down, I'm just telling you, writing it down helps because when you do feel sad and you, when you feel ungrateful, you just, you can always go back to it and padami na siya ng padami. Alam mo yun? Yeah, it's just an easy way to go back and, and remind yourself of, of things you should be grateful for and that you're actually okay. If you don't want to write it down, you can just say it out loud or think about it however you want to express it. It's just five things you're grateful for today or more. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and to this episode if you enjoyed it or if you have anything at all um, that you'd like to share, uh, to ask, uh, please, please message me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. That's at Cara Erigel. Keep in touch, everybody. So yeah, there you go. (laughs) I still feel naked, but I don't know how I feel after posting this. But again, thank you for listening. Please be, please be gentle. (laughs) (laughs) to me and to yourselves always don't forget be grateful ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 